Sounds to me like you're ready to start yeah. a podcast. I, 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 I'm, I was this that. close. I've been tempted. You, I well, you're sitting in front of all these people talking very comfortably. Yeah, I am. Just start. I'm going to have to start. You got... You guys are, you guys really grab a microphone. It's, it's, it's very inexpensive. I'm coming to some of your shows, you know. I mean, at least give me a, give me some uh, opportunity to get good at it, because you know sometimes. But. What are you doing Tuesday? Uh, <laughs> welcome to the hundredth episode of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad. Apple TV, Apple Watch, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. And I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg. and happy birthday to my co-host, Warren Sklar. How you doing, Warren? Hey, I'm doing good. There's 100 episodes of, uh, of that and, and 49 episodes of me. Thank you. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> good. And I forgot to turn my headphones on, so we'll have to edit that in post. Uh, and uh, did, did, you, did you hear anything I said? <laughs> no, but it recorded it. Um, uh, I, I called. Let's start. I, I, I called you a hose. I, I, I called you a hoser. And um, you, cool. it's for the best. You couldn't hear it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, important. <laughs> let me bring back here my <laughs> what I was supposed to say here. Yeah, that's okay. We'll leave this in because it's fun. Uh, here, here we are with a hundred episodes, and it was only fitting that I asked one of my first guests that was on the show, Ms. Kelly Gamont. How you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm super excited that you made triple digits. That's I so great. I did. It's exciting. I thought it's the, I don't need to do it after 100. You know, after the two, 300, it'll be, it's like old school, but I figured <laughs> I got this far. Why not to have a, a little mini celebrations here? And, um, and, uh, yeah. as everybody doesn't know, uh, Kelly, you were the first guest on the show. Um, when I had the format officially changed to, to guests instead of the uh-huh. previous co host. And, uh, and, uh, and each week, of course, after that was uh, with different guests, and you were on a number of times. It's been a while. It's actually been a while since you've been on the show last, yeah. so I'm glad you're here. Um, and um, now we got Warren here as a co-host here. He's been, we've been having a lot of fun as well, so uh, I want to keep doing that as well. Uh, that intro clip you just heard is uh, was actually from MaxDoc 2015, the very first MaxDoc. And uh, I was on this, I had the pleasure of speaking at the, at that very first Mac suck and, and all five after that, four after that. Uh, and uh, it was, uh, it was when I was on stage with Tim Robertson and uh, many of these other podcasters. And I felt at the time, <laughs> what am I doing on this stage? I'm not a podcaster. I, I remember when I was sitting up there, I'm like, holy cow, these guys are all like podcasters, all rock stars. And I'm just some I thought guy that. from Chicago that got, got lucky and was able to speak at MaxDoc. And uh, <laughs> they really they really uh, took me in and it gave me uh, uh, some comfort, as you heard in the clip, uh, uh, edging, urging me on to, to, to become a podcaster. And I got the bug and, well, here I am. <laughs> we're... Uh, we're, we're uh, uh, we're here. I recognize uh, some of those voices back then. Yeah, I, I recognize Tim. <laughs> yeah, we uh, should know Tim because of, my, of the MyMac.com yeah. podcast and yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah and Chuck so. and Allison, Dave, Dave Hamilton was on stage. Uh, yeah. uh, Gazmaz was on stage, um, and a number of others. So it was. Uh, I have a, we have yeah. a li- I have actually a link in the show notes to that that uh, uh, that session. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we, we, that got, yeah. ended up getting posted a lot later after the sh- that, that happened, and I was like, God, well, I wanted to see that because that was fun, and uh, I want to see what uh, <laughs> how, how embarrassing it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is where I, I would normally I jump gonna... in and plug Stock. Like, this is so great. Like, know, everybody should can't. go. It's gonna happen this summer, and was, we can't this year. Yeah. Yep, I was just but, gonna uh, say this is gonna be the first year. This is the first year I was gonna go. <laughs> Because you know, we kept, we kept bugging there. you over the over well, years. kept bugging me to go, and I had said I was going to go this year, and now I can't. <laughs> so, darn. Boy, howdy, you should be there. And I'm sure David can tell you that uh, 
when I get to go, <laughs> we uh, fun, all babe. bets are off. We could say nice. I don't know. Right. But, we're gonna yeah. find out later too. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's not the uh, it's not the uh, image right. I had of Match but, but it sounds like fun. I will. Uh, oh I no, will. it's a great time. It it's so much fun. Uh, yeah, I, really, really yeah I hear good things, and I try to go every year, but every year is like uh, some kind of plan vacation <laughs> or yep. some kind of uh, school thing or camp thing, and you know all that <laughs> stuff. But mm-hmm. um, you know, as you heard, my wife is probably moving out to Chicago, and uh, that will give me uh, easy pass to yes, will. go out You'll there. Have no there excuse. To, then we get to hang out. Too. Yeah, yeah. I got to <laughs> Woodstock. Yeah. Woodstock. What's Woodstock, yeah. Illinois? Woodstock, yeah. Um, I will yep. kind of mention because Mike Potter is we he is not it's not kind of not official yet he is working on a virtual Mac stock for this year, so the we yeah. the, they are working on something so I can't say really any details as of yet but stay tuned you'll be hearing it on this show of course and uh, yeah they're we're definitely we're going to be doing something virtual um, and I would not be surprised if I be one of the speakers so <laughs> uh, but who knows you know yeah so Mike's got to make his decisions so. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll, as long as I can play the, I want to play the game show. The I hear there's a game show that I want to play. Yeah, the Mac, <laughs> my Mac that game show. Yeah, with yes, guy, guy and uh, Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, was, that was a lot of fun. I've been part of the game uh, show. You were part uh, of it. That's right. I think I. Oh no, I. I did. I was a contestant one year, but I was part contestant and part. Can we make sure that? Te- can you be the person who makes sure the telepresence robot doesn't roll off the stage into the front row? But it did. It no, almost did. It yeah, it almost did. It almost did. Okay, I yeah, remember did, somebody we, saying it almost you almost lost the did, robot. We did manage to rescue to, to save the robot in the nick of time. Okay, so you did your job. Yeah, so it came close. Good. There was a lot of freaking <laughs> out. I remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was very the, tense. That uh, hundred uh, dollar discount if he doesn't pay for the ten thousand dollar robot. Not really. <laughs> no, they're freaking out. So, uh, but. I will. I have about the three other clips I'm going to play later during the show of a couple highlights I, I picked out um, that I thought were uh, f- uh, fun. Uh, so you'll be hearing that shortly. And uh, we have some news to talk about as well as uh, uh, more about the 100, 100, going back 100 episodes for this show. Uh, beta withdrawal for Warren. We'll be talking about that, of course. And um, uh, hitting on some other topics as well. And maybe a tip or two and some apps here. So um, why don't we just go ahead and dig right into the into the news? Um, I know Kelly, you guys uh, talked about this on uh, your show with the, the the Daily Observations podcast on Mac Observer. Uh, <laughs> get yeah. a plug in there for you. Uh, and um, more Thank than you. half of the Apple stores have now opened, reopened. And I know uh, Charlotte Henry yeah. actually wrote. Uh, she's tracking all the stores that are opening. That was a great. I, I uh, have a link is, to that article too. She is slowly. I believe the best way to characterize that is that she is slowly donating her sanity to this yeah. task. We're helping her with like perhaps automating <laughs> the updates of that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think uh, the way she said it this morning on the show was you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> so, uh, and part of what she's tracking is what value of open of, of reopening there is, you know, for that, because sometimes it's, uh, in in some places, it's just curbside, like y- right. if you you can't really get an appointment, or it's um, uh, maybe you can get an appointment, but you have to book ahead of time. They're not taking walk ups, you know, and and booking that appointment may be out, you know, some days because they're ratcheting down the number of people that's acceptable in the store and all of that. So obviously, they can only have so many Genius Bar appointments at a time. Yeah. So um, 
you know, like what that looks like and, you know, discouraging people from coming in to browse, you know, if you already know what the shiny thing is that you're, that you want to buy, like maybe come in, maybe you can come in and buy it, but otherwise like, you know, do that stuff online and don't come in the store. And I'm yeah. very interested to see how this goes. And one of the things I think is uh, that I think is going to happen is that Apple is going to maybe catch some heat for this because they're one of the mm. few companies that's like, that's like, yeah, we're trying to open in places where it's safe, in places where it seems like it makes sense. We're trying to open. And, but like a lot of people who are working from home now are working on MacBooks and using like a work iPhone or a work iPad and trying to get things done. And if your work gear doesn't work, then neither do you. So it's kind of a thing that they have to do. And I feel like there, there's maybe a little canary in the coal mine. And like, if I thought they were doing this prematurely, if we were having this conversation a week ago, I would have said, somebody at Apple has scored the best possible recreational marijuana and is on something because this is clearly a terrible idea to any sane person, but it doesn't seem like maybe that's the case. So like, you know, like, like we said, and like, like Apple has, has made clear, they are, they are doing it only in places where it's safe. So in places where things are still locked down, you know, um, I don't remember what the one Charlotte was said this morning. It was, uh, before we were doing the show and she said, Hmm. An Apple store in Brooklyn. I wonder if it's open. Uh, you know, like I don't think so. We were kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, the answer is no. Spoiler alert. The answer was no. Um, but like in places where it seems like it makes sense, in places where it's okay to be open and have a certain number of people inside the same space together, um, Apple seems to be doing that. And if they're going to do it, I feel like they're trying to go about it as responsibly as they can. So I do want to give them credit for that. And if it turns out that this starts going terribly wrong, I will also call them out for that. If something Mm -hmm. happened that they were just not paying attention to in the name of having the stores open, but it doesn't seem like that's a move Apple wants to make. No, none of the, none of the stores are on this list in Illinois as of yet, but Illinois is opening up tomorrow. Uh, in fact, the mall that I live nearby, uh, Woodfield Mall, is they, they put on the news is going to open tomorrow. So I'm wondering if uh, Apple will be opening that store that's in that location. Um, so I bet is that the store that's behind you? Uh, no, I don't know where that store is. It's behind me. We're, we're, we're recording live here on on Facebook on on Zoom here. I, I probably just grabbed that from some. It's that's that's the pretty standard the uh, uh, design of the stores these days. Um, but uh, yeah, I would think Illinois is going to start. Uh, you're going to start seeing those on the list of, and I think in Pennsylvania where you are, Warren, I only see Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking on, on the website, uh, on nine to five max link within the link. There's an interactive, uh, <laughs> oh, is there tracker? Not, oh, so they, they went ahead of Charlotte and didn't got, got well, the interactive thing going. <laughs> it's a map. Uh, it's kind of like a, yeah. a map, a zoomable map. And yeah. if you kind of look at the whole U S uh, you'll see that the Northeast is all red. For the most part, Chicago's right now all red, and then yeah. kind of in the Midwest, it's interesting. Uh, South, you know, Dallas, Texas is all green. So, I mean, you know, it depends on where you're going. Hey, Vegas um, is open, so yeah. You know, the, <laughs> is Vegas? Uh, yeah, not according yeah. to this. Yeah, it, it, it? it's on. On oh wait, there, there's, there's two of them. Yeah, well, there's three. Paradise is closed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that 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 map might not be perfect, but yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of, and, and what Kelly was saying that, you know, a lot of people come to me with, uh, their, their broken stuff, uh, <laughs> yeah. during the pandemic and, uh, you know, they're like, <laughs> I had one lady who lives on the other side of the country who I used to do support for because we live next to each other and she, she only uses me for some reason, but anyways, 
She's <laughs> like, my Mac, my MacBook's broken and Apple stores are closed. Uh, I can't get it fixed. I'm going to run to Best Buy and just buy a new Mac. And this, she had a 2018 MacBook Pro. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, late, you know, like, her name. I'm like, Lady. relax, have a drink, <laughs> go on Apple's website. They will mail you a box and you mail the box back and you'll get it back soon. Um, and, and then somebody else local, uh, there's third party repair shops are still open. Uh, some of them in some cases. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like our the place where me and Ed used to work, uh, uh, Dave. Uh, we, yeah. we, I, I work for an Apple uh, an Apple uh, authorized uh, repair place. They're open. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time uh, recommending people to go there because that's why I'm not there anymore. But <laughs> they're still open. Um, so there's options, but you know, again, it's uh, yeah. you know, hopefully they start opening up well, without without the company uh, the country getting infected again. They were one of the, if not the first big company to close, mm-hmm. I think. They might have been like the first yeah. one to close the stores, which was interesting. So, yeah, first they, or nearly, at least that I remember hearing about. So Yeah, so they had enough time to research some of this stuff as far as how to, you know, how to make it work. Yeah. But you can't, don't and go in and uh, lick the iPads. That's, that's definitely <laughs> on, any, on the list. Anymore. 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 If you were doing yeah. that before, yeah, yeah you yeah. don't get to now either. <laughs> Um, if you, you look at what, you on it. <laughs> I think, you know, part of it is that Apple's support options have gotten a lot better too. Like even if, even if you're out of warranty, even if you don't have uh, Apple care. And I know sometimes people have called me and said like, you know, I didn't buy the the extended warranty. They were trying to sell me and my computer doesn't work and it's been 18 months or 24 months. You know, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and Apple will still give you a certain amount of assistance aside from that. That didn't used to be the case. It just sort of used to be like, you know, Apple Care or GTFO. And they've gotten a lot better about like, we can get you this far. Like, yes, you need a new computer for uh, the lady that, that was talking to you, Warren, or just, um, uh, you know, you need to wipe your phone and, and here's instructions on how and things like that. And they've gotten a lot better about uh, being accessible in that way. And like Twitter as well, they do a lot with on, on Twitter with Apple support and make it a lot easier to try and get some basic answers at least, you know, so you can get on the road to figuring out, do I need to call and have them mail me a box or do I really just need internet recovery? You know, and like, what's the difference there? Absolutely. Um, Next uh, story was uh, about the uh, the Apple was uh, reissuing numbers of uh, iOS apps updates potentially related to the recent app is no longer shared oh. bug. Um, I linked to the one yeah. of Mac, Mac rumors, but I think there was an updated article to that since that. And I think Apple has since fixed this issue uh, as well as all yeah. the app developers were forced to uh, update their apps uh, in order to fix it. Mm-hmm. That was like, Three days ago, yeah, that happened. It started yeah. happening to me. I'm, and at first, I'm excited because I love updates. And, and then I was like, "There's something <laughs> wrong. Yeah. There's something wrong with my phone." So yeah. I was in the process of doing an iCloud backup, and I'm about to do a full restore and backup. And um, and then I'm like, oh, "This can't be right." I went to my iPad, and my iPad had all the updates. So I'm like, "All right, uh, I have no idea what's going on." <laughs> then the article came out. So yeah, because you love I, you, you I love on the edge. <laughs> well, I mean. You know, to, you know the, the the thing when last week or the week, of, yeah. you know, whenever where Facebook had the issue where you tried to launch an app and it wasn't open because of the Facebook authentication, um, you know, when those kind of things happen and then when this thing happened with the uh, the App Store, you know, the first thing that goes in my head is, you know, uh, 
I'm just wiping and restoring it because I had this is not normal. I've I've seen it all. I haven't seen this, um, and something's wrong. So you know, I, I have to sit down, breathe for a second, and then you know, eventually there's yeah. an article on Mac, Mac Rumors that says, "Yeah, it's not just you." And I'm like, "Okay, good. It's not just me." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Some, yeah. Some That's always boat. my first thought too. Is like, yeah. I've screwed something yeah. up. Clearly, the the problem is me. Like let's see if that's the case, you know, and then sort of figuring it out. So, yeah. So it's fixed. It's fixed. I think the update stopped yesterday. Yeah. Ish. Um, next story is this is from the verge. Uh, I know all of us love this new service called Quibi. Uh, you can now actually watch Quibi shows on a, using airplay because when they first introduced it, they said it was iPhone only and which I thought was absolutely crazy even though they're only like seven minute little videos and of, of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they now uh, have opened it up so you can uh, stream uh, the, uh, the app to airplay. So you can watch via your Apple TV or any other device that has uh, uh, airplay installed. Uh, do you, uh, Kelly, have you played with this uh, service at all? Hello? I have not. Oh. Um, and part of it is uh Honestly, it was never a service for me in the first place because part of the sort of marketing around it and the story that they were telling through the launch was, um, and we do talk a lot about this uh, regularly on Daily Observations because uh, Charlotte likes to come talk to me. We call it Media Monday most of the time or TV Tuesday, depending which day is the day that we figure out this is the good topic. And uh, one of the things we talked about was how the whole point of of Quibi was it's these quick little episodes of things that you can watch like on your commute, when you're on the go, when you are moving through the world in a completely normal average way. And then all of that stopped. So that was like, it's really through no fault of their own that this is sort of what happened to them was like, they made this service for when you are in line, you know, right behind somebody (laughs) at some place and you're waiting or uh, (laughs) you're riding the subway, which is full, or you're on the bus, which is packed, you know, like they made this, they made this service for those little interstitial times. So they made these little interstitial episodes, which seems cool, but what's never going to be for me because I work remotely. My day job is remote. Everything I do for Mac observer, I do here in my same home office. So Mm -hmm. I don't have a commute. So like what commute I have is down a flight of stairs from (laughs) the rest of the house down to where my office is. So like even with traffic, as I like to say, if Mr. Kelly is trying to go up the stairs at the same time as I'm going down the stairs, um, it's still well under a minute. And so this was never a service I was going to sit around and enjoy anyway. Yeah. But um, uh, I know Charlotte has sort of sampled it. And we've talked a little bit on, like I said, on on TDO about um, kind of the the obstacles it was trying to overcome. And, you know, some of it was their own fault, but uh, even though they did kind of shoot themselves in the foot, like, I get that the world kind of primed that for them, but it was absolutely Quibi pulling the trigger on themselves. Like, yeah. it was a combination of both of those things that caused it to be like, you know, even now, like, at here, you know, here we are at the end of May, like, you can say to people, like, remember Quibi? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was like a thing we were supposed to, like, all be into. And yeah. yeah. Yep. So maybe they're doing this and maybe this will help. Although yeah, I think it's too little you know, too late, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm going to sit down and, you know, rig up airplay. I know it doesn't take minutes. all that long, but <laughs> yeah, if it takes me a minute to do it for a seven minute show, like odds are slim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any thoughts, Warren? 
Um, on your recommendation, and you told me T-Mobile gives it to us for free, so I, I, right. I got it, and then I watched the one show with the, uh, with uh, John Legend's wife, which yeah, uh, the court Christy, show, which was uh, Tegan, Christy Tegan, which was oh yeah, is so, but that was it, and then I stopped. <laughs> I stopped altogether. Yeah, uh, I kind of forgot about it, to be honest with you. And and just you know, what there's so much other good TV on now that you know you can't really waste your time. I know it's seven minutes, but I, oh, I just yeah. started a, gr- a great show called um, Upload on Amazon. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's um, halfway through that, and uh, we need to watch uh, like a couple others that were need to. I need to watch uh, uh, Mythic. Mythic Quest, everybody's Mythic talking Quest. about it. Yeah, with that on Apple yep. TV, because that looks like something I would like too. So, anyways, yeah, seven minutes is too long. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> too long. Um, yeah. So, well, I don't have I the mean, time. It's an allocation of time, right? Like, that's seven minutes right. I could spend watching an episode, watching seven minutes worth of billions, right? right. Like, why would I be watching Quibi? Yeah. Exactly. So, the, the big question is if you airplay it to your TV, can you take your TV and tilt it? The other way to to get the other view of it. That's right. Or, or, I wonder or, if my TV stand does that. No, I have. To. Yeah, you need you need to flip it yeah. so you could get that different view. No, it actually I, works vertically. Yeah. I think somebody was saying one of the podcasters was saying that the uh, the the start the person who started was this uh, medium angle and he was very tight and he thought he knew everything about it uh, what he was doing and that's why he locked it down to the iPhone. He thought this was going to be it and you know people around him were like eh, you know you should. No, no, we're just keeping it. You know, maybe it's a good idea to let them watch it. No, no. So there you go. Uh, well, okay. It might. I will say it might be understating it to call Jeffrey Katzenberg a media mogul because he was, <laughs> was. The, yeah. he was the chairman of Walt Disney Studios for like 10 years. Like yeah. he was the one that brought back animation. He is the reason we have the Little Mermaid and the Lion King oh, good. and uh-huh. all of that. Um, and before that, uh, he, if I'm remembering correctly, he was the, the K in SKG DreamWorks when DreamWorks started. Yep. It was him, Steven Spielberg, and, and David Geffen that decided they wanted to build an animation studio because he was done being at Disney. And so they went off and built SKG DreamWorks, which is now usually just called DreamWorks, like right. Shrek and all of that. Like, that was all him, too. So, right. like, so yeah, he, he's, like, pretty serious. He has really serious media chops, which is part of why watching this whole thing happen was really confusing. <laughs> Right, <laughs> for right. me like as because i'm a disney nerd so like his yeah. name is the name that i've heard you know in in information flows that i follow for decades and so like to listen to him talk about quibi like this and i'm like dude like i know you know better why is this where you're going and it was just it, so e- weird e- ego and some people think they're not going to know what the next big thing is and you know maybe in a you know in a uh post uh covid world it might it might work and maybe yeah. uh it's just not the time to do it um oh sure but you know i think somebody else was saying that they're they're they got a couple of big contracts out there in the works uh yeah. too yep. so i mean if you get the right show and certainly uh john legend's wife is not gonna sell the service <laughs> um but if you if you get the right show and people start talking about it then yeah, yeah exactly could happen and it is possible. I mean, we saw Apple do this with the morning show. Like, lots of people were talking about the morning show when that That's, was the thing that was first rolling out. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Apple's, you know, and, and at that point, like, Apple really wasn't a media company. They weren't competing on on the level that Netflix and all of that was. And I know we're not the media show. We're the iOS show. But, no, I'm, 
I'm opening the I topics up. A, we're having a great yeah. yeah, see, I can go as far down that road as you want me to go, David. Um, <laughs> I just think, like, they were not a media company. They were a tech company. And that was part yeah. of why I think uh, there was a whole lot of kind of uh, turning up of noses collectively when Apple was like, we're going to have a TV service and we're going to build all our, all our own stuff. And, like, we wrote Oprah a check, you know, and, and <laughs> we've got Muppets, you know, and things like that. Like, yeah, Fred and, Rock. Yeah. And, yeah, Fred well... Rock, yeah. Even before Fraggle Rock, because they got Helpsters, which is a Muppet sh- a yeah, a show featuring Muppets. Yeah. It's not the Muppet Show. That's a whole different thing. Um, I have strong feelings about the Muppet Show. We can talk about that on an, on your 200th oh, episode. Make a yeah. note. I, I um, love the Muppets. I love the Muppets. There's no season four and five on DVD, and it really makes me upset. And I'm really really frustrated by that because they were supposed to come out because they even had cover art for season four, and it was Gonzo. And yeah. every time they put out the first run of the DVD box set, the the front is fuzzy. I have season one, season two, and season three, and they're all fuzzy. And it was going to be Gonzo, and it was going to be fuzzy, and it was going to be amazing. And it never came out, and it never came out, and it never came out. And at this point, Disney owns everything. How do they not have the rights to release yeah. season four and season? five on disc this is my question because i think if disney legal goes through everything they actually own they accidentally bought the rights at some point to all the stuff that they never had the rights to before and why can't you just give me the muppet show give me the rest of the muppet show that's what's, all i want in life like, what season yeah. was uh miss piggy and elton john singing uh don't go breaking my heart because I, uh, I did watch that on youtube not that long ago because that was one of my favorite ones I don't remember which season it was, but one of the yeah. seasons of one of the seasons I have of box art on. is Miss Piggy, and it's fuzzy. Okay, uh, oh, and okay. it's awesome. They're uh, Kermit, Fuzzy, and Miss Piggy are the three covers, of the three wow. boxes now. And Ooh. then the fourth one was going to be Gonzo. They never showed us box art for number five, but uh, when the first of the new Muppet movies came out, the one that was just the Muppets, when that right. came out, they were like, you know, this year is going to be the year of the Muppets, and we're going to do all these great things. And like, yeah. here's season four of the dvd art you know and it was great and then nothing and it makes me very sad because i want season four and season five and part of the reason the box sets are awesome (laughs) is because they offer the uk sketch because there used to be more commercial time in the united states than in the uk so when they would broadcast the episodes in england they got a whole nother sketch that we never got unless you can really find those on youtube and most of the time that you can't but if you could only some of them were there. And so they include like the broadcast quality, which still, you know, is not great, but they were shots of film. So it wasn't terrible, but those are all like, like you get to see all of those UK sketches as part of the episodes and it's yeah. awesome. So. All right. Uh, well, we'll, we'll go back to Iowa. Welcome now. to in touch with Muppets. <laughs> yeah. With, gotta love it's the Muppets. okay. We, that's why I love having you on show. But, we love having, we always have good, good chats about all kinds of great topics. Here. <laughs> Uh, so but yes like apple being apple not being a media company to get back to my original point like because katzenberg came from like all the media like it seemed like a thing that he would be really great at doing and so like for him not to be able to do that like it's it's sort of it felt like quibi didn't get a lot of grief that apple got when apple decided they were going to step into this business so if as weird as this sounds, if Quibi can follow in Apple's footsteps and just put out some good content and let it speak for itself, but start by having something really interesting, I think they might be onto something and it might be something that can survive if they can survive now. You know, if they can make it to the after, then maybe there's a place for them on people's phones. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, the uh, last story we had for uh, for this week uh, was uh, about jailbreaking, which I don't do. Um, hackers released a new jailbreak that unlocked every iPhone. This was in TechCrunch. Um, and 
And when I just was kind of a stream, I don't usually use TechCrunch as a source, but I thought this was interesting. It says a renowned iPhone hacking team has released a new quote-unquote jailbreak tool that unlocks every iPhone, even the most recent models that are running 13.5. For as long as Apple has kept up with its walled garden, they call it approach to iPhones, they have only allowed apps, of course, that they approve. And we know all about what jailbreaking does and, and allowing you to, to hack it. I don't... I don't can't remember the last time I jailbreaked an iPhone. It must have been like the first few years I had a phone. But um, Warren, what do you think of this? Yeah, I um I used to do it. Um, I figured you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why well, I did first. <laughs> I did it when it first came out, um, and then I did it for a few years after that. And yeah. I um, you know, I, I played with the themes, and then I would get tired of it, and I remove it, and <laughs> and then eventually, eventually when I you know, when iOS got to a point where I didn't need to do it anymore, I, I lost interest completely of it. Yeah. But I was curious. <clears throat> so I did it. Um, I did it to my phone the other day. Um, panicked after I did it because I'm like, because uh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. But, you know, it, it worked okay. So then I'm like, um, so I did the jailbreak and I uh, couldn't get any themes to work, but I got a couple apps to work. And there is one app out there on jailbreak that I really love. And, and it's a great app, actually. It's uh, basically shows all uh, all Wi-Fi networks you've connected to. And it shows you the Wi-Fi password of all the Wi-Fi networks you're connected to. Nice. Lovely. Which is a good app, especially if you're doing tech support for people and they forget their password and you've been there before and you're like, oh, I know your password because here it is. Yeah. So that's the one app I kind of liked. Um, but in any case, I panicked and then I, I did a, uh, a uh, I did an iCloud backup before I did the jailbreak. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do a full restore and let it go mm -hmm. overnight to get my iPhoto, my photo library going. And I woke up the next day and everything looked good, except all the jailbreak icons were still there. I'm like, how? <laughs> how does that? It's just, so I do. Yeah. Well, uh, so I, I did a research and I, I removed it properly. And then I installed it again yesterday, yesterday just to kind of play around with it again. Now that I know how to put it on and off easily. It, it's, now, it's now, right. now, now I remember why I did it is because if you remember correctly, Apple would, uh, when the, the first iPhone came out, they're on stage. They have that magic cord that's plugged into it, so you can put you can present on on the screen. And back yeah. in, back in those days, you couldn't do that. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I had the three the three G the three GS, and none of those phones could do that. So I remember I did jailbreak it because uh, Cedia had an app in there that allowed you to be able to present yeah, your phone. Because I was always doing stuff on it. I'm like, how am I going to show this? I want to be beaming a camera, and I want to be able to like do what Apple <laughs> does. So finally, yeah. they opened it up, but uh, that that was the reason why I did it. I just remembered that. Uh, Kelly, did you have any yeah. uh, any thoughts on this? I do. Um, I liked themes, but I did jailbreak for quite a while because I liked uh, what we now think of as the control center when you pull down from the time and there's like yep. your Wi-Fi networks and whatever other little things you want to put there. Yep. And also, um, at the time, Apple wasn't doing this. So putting apps in folders made me so happy before Apple made it so that you could put apps in folders. You just had to have pages and pages and pages of apps. Once they let you have apps, then they wouldn't let you organize them at all. And so you yeah. had to, like, I would jailbreak just, like, I literally jailbroke so I could have folders. And then the the pull down, you know, the Android style little pull down and and see all your stuff there kind of at a glance. Um, that was stuff that I thought was great. And then I got that stuff in iOS. And so right. I sort of quit, I you know, like you, you know, yeah. once iOS did the things that I was getting out of jailbreaking, then I, I lost interest. Yeah, I, so, I remember, like I you, I remember using the presentation thing and like hooking up to my own TV yeah. just because I was like, 
I can do this now. And I would just show people, you know, just to show off kind of, but, but mostly it was just like folders seemed like such an obvious thing. And I think there were like two full phone OS releases before it was even iOS right. where they still didn't do it. And I was like, well, I guess I'm still jailbreaking. Yeah. Still I, I was right. like you, I was on a mission awesome. to do it. <laughs> oh, go I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying they still don't do the home screen folders, right? I mean, because I remember jailbreaking had really cool things where it would out, you know, automatically alphabeticalize uh, yeah. them for you, um, um, things like that. I mean, even now, I, I, I've tried that. I've tried to put my apps in folders and, out, and put them in alphabetically. I'm like, I'm yeah. not doing that yeah. anymore. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, I mean, you know, so I look, it was nice back then. I look now at the App Store and Cydia and um, it's a lot different. I, I would, so when we, when we were doing it, <laughs> most of the stuff was free. I would say 80% mm -hmm. was free. Right. It, I yeah. think it's flipped now. So everything, most everything I've seen that's out there new is a dollar, two dollars. And I'm like, yeah, it, you know, I'm sure it's neat and all, but yeah. you know, I'd rather give the two dollars to a developer in the app store than oh yeah, some some yeah. hacker or something. I hear, I hear. So, all right, that that's the stories of this week. Let's go on to the topics. I figure I'd start off topic uh, with uh, our continued celebration of the hundredth episode. Uh, so, going, going, going. What's that? <laughs> I just went celebrate. Celebrate. We'll celebrate your birthday too. Uh, well, my my watch has uh, balloons on it. So. Yeah, that's right. You got balloons. Nice. There you go on your on your Apple Watch. Um, so I wanted to uh, wanted to go back in time and play a clip uh, from one of the old episodes. This was uh, episode thirty two. This was back uh, when I was uh, with uh, Mr. Mike Potter, and uh, we happened to get lucky enough to be uh, out at the Apple Store on Michigan Avenue in Chicago uh, and recorded the episode. So uh, let's. Uh, Go ahead and play that clip. But my guest today is from the podcast for Mac Eyes Only, Mr. Mike Potter. How are you doing, Mike? Hey, Dave. How are you? Doing great. I and, don't uh, think I've ever been on your show before. No, this is your fir very first time. Wow. And uh, we are, uh, he is also the uh, the coordinator, the, the master planner of Mac Stock, which we Master were, planner. We just, uh, just, just <laughs> got back from that, and we talked about that in the last episode. Uh, and... Uh, Yes, I, I, this was a great thing, and I, I just remembered. I think this is episode thirty-two. <laughs> you can fix that. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. I was watching the island party boat go by out there. Did you mention where we're? Yeah, at? we are sitting right outside the Apple Store, Apple Michigan Avenue location, and we're, we're it's which is on the riverfront. We have boats going by, and uh, so you're going to be hearing some beeps and horns and people walking by. Yeah, so it. Uh, it was interesting. It was, that was a lot of fun. We actually got to sit right on, on the Chicago River. That's if, if anybody's mm -hmm. not familiar with the Michigan Avenue store in Chicago, it, uh, it's it's an absolutely beautiful store. It's like one of the flagship big stores. And uh, Mike and I sat on the benches. We had I had my little Zoom H6 recorder. We both had our mics, and we were recording the show. I had, had a lot of fun. Uh, the reason why we went there was uh, my uh, Apple user group, Suburban Chicago Apple users, um, we were, I was fortunate enough to get contacted at Apple at that time and since I've lost that, unfortunately, because Apple changes, uh, they, they change jobs like every other day. But uh, but he got us into the store. We were able to actually go into their boardroom and we actually had a presentation on all the different the products and uh, um, nice. programs at the Apple store. So it was a lot of fun. We had, uh, we had about... Uh, almost 20 people that got to come from our group and uh so uh, i said wait what the heck let's let's uh, record an episode i can do it live and 
record live, and it was a lot of fun. So, so that was one of the highlights. We got a couple more coming in a little bit here, uh, but let's uh, start off and uh, talk about beta this week. Uh, Warren, you're going through beta withdrawal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what's uh, um, today? It's today Thursday. Today's mm-hmm. Thursday. As we record this, all, all the days just tie into each other. They do. Um, Someone so called I get, it Blur's Day the other day. I'm going to just yeah. that's, that's, yeah. Blur's right. Day for every yeah. day. Like, whatever day it is, it's Blur's Day. Or, or it's going to be a Y Day. You know, why? <laughs> why, is, why is there another day? Just why? Um, yeah. um, so, anyway, it was two days ago, maybe, uh, um, Catalina um, right. came out, to, uh, out of its uh, last beta. So, you have no uh, betas. So, that's it. Yeah. The, everything is uh, freshly installed on the... Uh, new stuff and i don't i don't think there's going to be i can't imagine there's going to be any more ios 13 betas no i wouldn't think so unless there's a patch or something Uh, i would say Uh, maybe one more uh but not 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 nothing of consequence not a major release like five was no nothing nothing of scale like they're they're just fine they're fine-tuning now because the next beta we're going to get is probably a dub dub i would imagine yeah right but this uh the last set of updates for all covid related for the most part so i think right. their plan initially was to to stop where they were before that um so but you know uh in t- tuesday of next week will be a sad day it will because uh, um you know i'm gonna keep looking for uh that update and it's not gonna be that <laughs> You're not gonna, I, and I, just rever- I just renewed my developers account too so i just it's gonna be lonely there for a while yeah um, let's well, see what comes up the until, uh, well, for what it's worth you won't remember that it's tuesday so That's it's true. not like well, that was, that was that was the only way I remembered it was Tuesday is, <laughs> you know, because the beta came Tuesday, the iOS beta came out and Wednesday, the, the Mac OS beta came out. And that's how I could set my watch. And no, now I, now I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, yep. And as, as you as you mentioned, Kelly, yeah, dub, dub, WWDC is going to be coming uh, June 22nd, the virtual version, which I think I'm looking forward to. That's going to be exciting. And mm-hmm. everybody can attend and everybody can watch and I'll be glued to the screen looking at all that stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's coming soon. And I, so iOS 14 will be out. Now, speaking of iOS 14, and Kelly, you don't know this, but last week we had a bit of a debate with our, our, our good friend, Guy Searle. He was challenging the fact that iOS 14 was going to come out this year. And we basically said he's crazy and well we knew he's crazy but uh well, yeah uh, and and bless the same your thing, heart guy you yeah. can that. bless <laughs> and, your heart and the same thing with uh the new iphones and new devices um so there was a bit of a debate and warren and i were both talking about this uh, last week uh that mm-hmm. uh it uh i don't think he's right i think uh ios 14 for sure is going to come out um at least it'll come out in beta yeah. and, and, and i would not be all surprised if if we don't see new iphones um in September, October, like we normally do, uh, I think iOS 14 will still come out. Is what what I think. Uh, and what do you right. think, Warren? To, to well, the debate. Just so Kelly knows um, what we're talking about, I think we're all in agreement that WWDC is going to drop. Obviously, the the first day during the keynote, right after Tim right. finishes his speech, there's going to be the downloads available for mm-hmm. beta one of all the operating systems. If not, right. if the beta doesn't come out during that time frame then there's going to be a lot of developers looking at themselves like what why am i here scratching their heads yeah so that's that's coming out so then the quite so we all agree on that the question is whether um if the phone's delayed um and if it's delayed till 
October in, was it normally come out in October. So it's yeah, announced in September, September and yeah. then it drops over. It's usually October. like late September. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then two weeks later you could buy the thing or something like that. Right. So if the things, if the phone's delayed until Christmas Eve or December or something like that, the question is, are they kind of release iOS 14 um, or wait till the phone comes out and then release it? Because it will essentially be done. I would assume the beta process will finish by the time that phone normally would drop yeah. in October. In October, so the question is: Is Tim Cook gonna hold on to it till the phone comes out, or is Tim Cook gonna release it before the phone comes out? And Dave and I think they'll release it when before the phone comes out because you want to get people excited about the the new features. Um, it could possibly help sell the new phone. Uh, with you know some of the features uh, such as augmented reality, but guy kind of thinks that you know the and he's and I get his point. His point is the phone and the iOS, the new iOS, go kind of hand in hand. People see yeah. the you know the ads for the new mm-hmm. phone with the new operating system on it, and you know that makes mm-hmm. them want the phone more. So there's you know that that's what we're talking about. Well, of course, here's uh, here's where I think this is. Here's where here's where I hope this goes. Uh, both with iOS and with macOS, um, and we did talk about this a little bit on TDO um, when we when the new when the iPhone SE dropped, and you know like that's sort of been the interesting thing really in the last couple of months. Like I started staying home, and Apple just started throwing products at me. Like right. <laughs> you know we got we got new computers, we got some more new computers, we've got a new phone. You know the new phone that was never going to happen. Like how many times did we hear SE two rumors? You know, once the SE sort of got a little long in the tooth and everything went to the notch, you know, and there were still people holding on to the the iPhone SE because that 5S size was just the best size, which I still think is true. Um, like there, there's been a lot of, you know, there was discussion about it forever. And then we finally got one. And what I hope is that we do, like, I expect we will get new versions of operating systems. We will get 10.16. We will get iOS 14. But I think, like, I expect that's what will happen. I hope that what those are is your Mountain Lion release, your High Sierra release. They're your bolt tighteners. Uh, We're not giving you a load of new stuff with these. We're just locking down what's there. We're refining the features we gave you. Like, the um, I'm not, I'm going to get the numbers wrong, so I'm not going to say which versions of iOS it was. But when AirDrop went from a thing that people could use if you stood on one foot in the light of the full moon (laughs) on a Saturday, you could transfer something easily to your computer from your phone. And and, And then Apple went, here's a new version of iOS, and everything was fine, and it would just work like it was supposed to all along. And I want that because it's been long enough that we need one of those. So for what value of new operating system, I think is really the better question because we're going to get those things because otherwise, you know, everybody's going to go stand six feet apart and bring torches and pitchforks and riot in the streets, you know, at a respectable Mm -hmm. distance. But that's what's going to happen if we don't get these things from DubDub. That's how, like, Apple does very little on a schedule that is known to the public. And this is one of those things. There's like three, and this is one. <laughs> and so they're obviously going to have to give us something. Now, 
the amount the amount of new stuff in iOS 14 in macOS 10.16 that's up for debate. I would really like to see refinement, bolt tightening, the security stuff adjusted a little bit. Um, I'd like to see some of that lighten up a little bit and just be obvious about like this. Are you sure this is the thing you want to do instead of denying you from the get go? I would mm-hmm. like to see that, but that's again that's a separate podcast. So David, I hope you're making notes because I'm giving you like the next 99 shows so that you can make it to 200. <laughs> Then I'll have to bring you back on so you, we can talk about it. So, like, so I, what I hope is that that happens. Now, as far as hand in hand with the new release, um, Apple used to do that. Like, the new OS and the new phone used to be available to the whole world on the same day, and it was a nightmare. I was one of those people, and it sucked. So, what they've started doing, what they've done for a number of years now, like all the notch phones had this, and I think even once we went to, um, uh. Uh, like Apple Pay, you know, like once Apple Pay became a thing, like around that time, um, and my memory could be a little hazy on this, but around that time, we started getting the new version of iOS a week-ish or so before we got the new phones in hand so that everybody everybody who had a phone right now could stampede to the servers and spend all their time trying to pull them down, but that wasn't like everybody. That was only like almost everybody. And Apple's servers can handle almost everybody, but not everybody. So once we got like almost everybody, then like, you know, the update servers could take it because everybody's downloading that thing over the air. You know, once we went, I think it was once we went to over the air updates, that when the, that's when like the, the new version of iOS and the new version of iPhone yep. separated by like a week or two. So I think we will get that same thing again this year. Um, but what I'm hoping is that they don't try and jam a bunch of stuff into the operating systems and then have things break and have it still be really hard to get into an Apple store or get a hold of somebody in Apple support so that we can, we can get fixes for the things that are wrong. That's my hope. Of course, uh, guys in the chat room and at Facebook and made comments already asked me how I (sighs) did I get to the Apple store? Well, you know, (laughs) I'm here. That's right. Did he just, I think I just got a text from somebody. Did Did you get this? Did you? It's a, well, I got a text from somebody I never got told. Of. And then, of course, guy uh, says iOS next year or when the iPhone comes out. He's he's adamant. <laughs> Are y'all gonna make me go to Facebook and smack him down? Yeah, no. But what is this about? <laughs> That's who that <laughs> is. I'm you? like, I got that picture too. What's going on? Did you? Yeah. Is it, did, you? did he text me? Yes. Did, I think we all got the text. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, he, he must not. He must not have my number. Uh, well, it says, a, it says maybe Dave Ginsburg. Guy. Yeah, mm. oh it's a picture of guy, and he looks unhappy. I'm sure, <laughs> and and I'm reasonably convinced I'm why I'm good at that. Hi, guy. And, uh, oh, I think he's just. Uh, he wants to throw his uh, two cents in again. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I I, I agree. And he says, except he's right. So. Yes. Oh, oh. oh anyway, yeah, we're, we're, we're giving him guy. all this airtime. I, I don't know. And then I also <laughs> think uh, Michael LaPlante came into the chat room. Thank you for the congratulations. We, I appreciate that. Um, all right. <laughs> I think we've had enough discussion about Guy for one night. It's uh, cute that he thinks he's right, though. I just, I really, it it, yeah. it's adorable. It really uh, is. Yeah, I, I get where he's coming from, but yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. he's not right. But All right, we'll so see. let's we'll uh, move on to a different topic here. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of online sellers, uh, including Woot, uh, offer really, really cheap o- older uh, I- iPhones. And, and of course, they sell out pretty quickly. I think the last sale that Woot has, I'm not even going to link on the show notes because it says it's sold out everywhere. Uh, they were selling the iPhone 5S, was it, or the 5, I think, for 39 bucks. <laughs> 
people were buying it all the way up to a, five, yeah. all the way up to a success which success is yeah. still still uh, supported uh, i think success was like uh, anywhere from 90 to 100 dollars. so if you were looking for cheap iphones that that's great um that uh, that <laughs> that, that they're getting them. I can't believe. I mean, I, it's some, I they've they've done this like three or four times now, and it's like, boy, they must there must be a lot of stock out there uh, of old phones that they're 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 certifying a refurbished. So it's great to see. But uh, reason I want to bring that up is you know the, the iPhone SE is such a solid phone. We talked about it a number of times already since, and it's been out for a little, I think over a month now, and um, and I I really think it's a solid phone in the prices the pricing that uh, that Apple put it at. Um, they're 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 really I, they haven't said any sales numbers yet for how many iPhones SEs mm-hmm. have sold yet, but I can I can just imagine that they've been selling them like crazy because people want to get entry level, want to get into an iPhone for the first time, um, or a lot of Android switchers might be looking at it because mm-hmm. like we said, the, uh, the iPhone SE com- is, is better than most of the Android phones that are out there now. Um, so, uh, and I know Macworld has done a really com- comprehensive uh, story about uh, the iPhone SE and, 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 uh, and how solid it is. And so have a lot of others. Um, mm-hmm. I want to get your take Kelly on what, uh, uh, what, what the iPhone SE is to you and what you think uh, Apple's, uh, if Apple was smart with this. You know, um, Aside from the fundamental nitpick I think a lot of people have with the SE2, for lack of a better name, um, is it like, aside from that, because that nitpick is the size. I know a lot of people who liked it because, like I said before, it was the 5S size because logistically it's easy to use. And of course, I I realize now I'm doing this on video that nobody can see. Uh, Your thumb, like a normal standard issue adult size thumb holding onto an iPhone, your thumb can reach almost everything on a 5S screen. And as those get bigger, that gets less possible. So I understand that. However, um, the Touch ID, I had an iPhone 8, and the body of the SE2 is the iPhone 8. And the iPhone 8 was beautiful. And if it hadn't been for the fact that they went, this is a camera that will cause you to faint when you get that night shot photo, and it has Touch ID, and uh, if you get the 11 Pro, by the way, we're going to give you a whole nother camera as part of that camera, uh, you know, what's that meme? Uh, yo dog, I heard you like cameras. So I put a camera in your camera. Like that is mm-hmm. what they did for the 11 pro, which is what I have. Uh, and that's why. And like, but the eight I loved and I had no complaints. And if they hadn't come out with something spectacular this last fall, I would still be carrying that eight because the touch ID on it was just so fast. And the buttons were solid and the size was okay. Like of the sizes available to me, this was a size that I could use. Mm. Um, it still didn't fit my pocket, but again, another podcast. Um, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of things to love about the eight as a device itself. Now you take the insides of an 11 and you squish them into an eight and you give it a, and you give it a camera upgrade to the camera. That's a year newer than the one that it's got. Cause it's the 10 R camera the eight body, the 10 R camera and the 11 insides. And that is a rock solid phone. And I know this is going to sound weird, but there are people who do not live and breathe technology. No, that is weird. I know. I can't believe it. I know it's weird. Wow. (laughs) But there are people who like, I need a phone. It should take pictures. Um, I need it to make calls and I want enough screen that I can read my texts without my glasses. Like is a thing I hear from a lot of people. Um, And this phone is that. And for a lot of people, they are upgrading from a phone that was a subsidized phone, perhaps. You know, the last time they paid for a phone, 
it may have been a, th- a, a three or $400 purchase instead yeah. of the 8,900, you know, 800, $900,000 purchase it is now. And so those people are still getting a really, really solid phone and the lifespan of this phone, because being the 11 pro insides means it's the, the, the 11 insides means that it's going to be a viable phone for probably, yeah. you know, like, what, like three years minimum, I think, is what what they like will officially support generally. And you can probably go like five or six. So if you're paying four or $500 for that phone, and like the other thing that I think doesn't get talked about enough with the SE, um, so of course I'm going to do it because I'm not talking enough, is um, (laughs) they stopped giving you an insulting amount of storage with the entry-level device. It used to be a joke. And... And it's not anymore. And you can get a really solid phone with a reasonable amount of storage, a really nice camera, and, you know, and, and like lots of speed, lots of responsiveness, everything. And it's like 400 bucks. And like that's a much, much more reasonable purchase for what I like to call capital P people. Yeah. It's a wonderful phone. And if you are a person whose life does not revolve around your phone, Maybe it revolves around the stuff in your phone, right? The things that you do with your phone every day. You need a phone that's solid. You need a good performer. You need it to be fast. You need it to be portable. You need it to be, uh, you know, a reliable piece of technology in your life, right? It needs to be like the microwave. Every time you turn the microwave on, the microwave heats up your food. That's awesome. That's what you need out of your phone. And this is the phone for that. Like people who need a second phone for work, this is the perfect ancillary phone. This is the perfect... I just need a phone because sometimes I'm out and need to make a call or get a text message or whatever. This is that phone. And this is like, this is absolutely the best phone for regular folks. If my, in fact, if my parents had not upgraded to 11s because they just switched carriers and so they got iPhone 11s basically for free. uh, This is the phone I would be calling my parents and saying, look, it's time to upgrade. This This is the phone that you need get this phone and move on with your life and it'll be awesome. And if I know people who are on older devices, uh, like I, uh, I think I have a member of my family that's still rocking like a seven and this would be the phone that I would, I would tell them to upgrade to. I can't remember who that is. I, I I don't remember (laughs) if they've upgraded or not, but, uh, if they have not, um, I would definitely say if you don't have a phone with a notch, then this is a rock solid upgrade for you, especially if you want to keep using touch ID. And right now that is a really smart idea, which is part of why I think Apple uh, might have unintentionally stumbled onto something great with this is was uh, yeah, you don't, it it doesn't take face ID. And when you can't use face ID, then, you know, having the option to put your thumb on it and have that work is amazing. Any other th- any thoughts, Warren, before we move off this topic? Uh, no, uh, she covered everything pretty much. Uh, the only thing is, if you're if you're coming from an iPhone eight or below, then and if somebody asks me what phone should I get, I'm probably going to steer them towards an, an eleven. Uh, personally, just for my personal taste, I think they would be happy with that. But if they said, I don't want to spend the money, then the SA2 yeah. um, would be a, a, a fine. I think they would be happy going from that, from anything under an 8 to an SE2. Yeah. Um, I think anybody with a, a Face ID phone would not be happy going backwards no. uh, to, to that. Um, but, you know, for, as you said, second phones of, you know, people who don't, you know, the, the phone is, for me... 
I'm on it like you know, I'm like glued to things. So you, you I'm on it all the, yeah, <laughs> I'm on it all the time. So like, like people say, you know, I don't really care that much about my phone the phone. I don't care about the specs and then the, mm-hmm. the yeah. I kind of roll my eyes back a little bit, you know, in my mind because they say that, but I think a lot of people forget and it's, you see the frustration when they don't have a good phone or a decent phone Yeah, these people too, because they're, they're like, absolutely. Cause it's, it's the kind of thing where it's always on, it's in theory, always connected and it should, you know, be instant. You should do, put it up to your face and get what you need to get. Yeah. And some phones are slow and some phones don't work and some cameras are slow. So I'm always going to try to push something newer. Yeah. Um, but the fact that the SC2 has the newer parts for the most part um, mm-hmm. is is a good thing. Um, I think I said it when it first came out. It's basically uh, it's a Ferrari engine in, in a Honda Accord uh, frame, I think is what yeah. it is. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good value, but it wouldn't be my first... My first yeah. yeah. Well, it but, would depend who was. It would depend who was asking me. But if it's somebody that I know, like it's not going to be massively important that they get the extra screen or that they get Face ID or they have said before they don't dig Face ID for whatever reason. If there's things like that, um, that stuff, then you know, absolutely. Like I would be absolutely comfortable recommending this as a viable option, just like I would an 11 or an 11 Pro. And in fact, um, I have a work phone that is an 11. And if the SE had been an option uh, when I got a work phone, because I got my work phone in February, yep. and if the SE if the SE two had been an option, I absolutely would have picked. I would have said, you know, when they said choose the phone you want to use as your work device, I would have said SE two, no question. Yep. And and because I don't spend the bulk of my time on that device, so I need it to be able to make calls, to be able to make texts occasionally take a picture of a weird networking situation or whatever and for, and, you know, run Slack and, (laughs) you know, be able to check, be able to check tickets. And like for all of those things, I would have been absolutely happy with the SE2 for, for all of that. And that would have been what I would have gotten. So, yeah. All right. And then the guy did agree with, there's one thing he agreed with us on is uh, the chat room. (laughs) He he said, the SE is a fantastic bargain and Kelly, you are right. (laughs) Uh, I did take a screenshot of that. I did yeah, note gonna, the date we're gonna and have time. to text it. Yeah. <laughs> That's only because he just bought an SE2. So he, he has an SE2. He just upgraded. Yeah. So yes. what yeah. I should ask well, him to. Like I said, like the eight, you know, the eight was a great phone, and this would be a great upgrade from that if I were looking to upgrade. If it if I were making that purchasing decision now, then the SE2 would be a very serious contender. Yeah. All right. I have another clip to play, and this one is of our guest or my first guest and that was you kelly and uh, i wanted to listen oh, no. to this real quick and uh we'll make some comments after take a listen you and i met for the first time in max stock which i was yes. very excited we had a lot of fun and i remember some cake eating that occurred when you and my wife uh crashed a a <laughs> bride that came back to the hotel do you remember that oh yeah <laughs> Um, it was actually like, we didn't mean to crash. Like we just showed up and they were right at the door. And so we walked into the middle of, it was a perfect scenario, wedding party aftermath and Hey, there's cake. Like, and they were, they were like handing it out to everybody. There was a lot. (laughs) There was so much cake. Uh, I remember it well. Yeah, you guys were had a lot of fun. So, uh, <laughs> and for, also cake, <laughs> and a lot of cake, too. A, few, a few adult beverages as well. Uh, oh yes, 
Yes, you you had cake. <laughs> it was so much cake. I cannot any, express to you the amount of cake that we were talking about. It was so much cake. Yeah, it was. If anybody doesn't know, this was at Ma- I think Max Talk 2018. I think it was. Or was it 2019? I think it was one of those, one of those two. Uh, it was 18. It had to be 18 because that's, that's 18. That was yeah. recorded in 18. Uh, yeah, and, it was 18. Uh, and then I was it, there in 19, but there was no wedding party hanging out. There was not. I remember Offering that. cake. It was, yeah. it was 18. And yeah, we had, uh, you set up the karaoke, which we had fun with Max Stock. Uh, that, that was one of the best <laughs> things at the Saturday night parties uh, and, and Barry Falk. Uh, putting together all the Jackbox games and in one place at the hotel, and then Jackbox. we had the karaoke going on at the uh, at the restaurant next door, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, we came back to the hotel, and sure enough, there's that uh, bride uh, <laughs> with the mass amounts of cake. So uh, I thought that like, was a good highlight. Literally, <laughs> we walk into the hotel lobby, and out of nowhere, this exceptionally well dressed woman is standing there with three or four other exceptionally well dressed women, yeah. impeccable makeup perfect hair we walk in hey do you guys want cake (laughs) that's great and like all of a sudden all of them were coming at us and i just sort of didn't i i felt like a deer in headlights i I just sort of froze and went (laughs) okay i didn't know what to do Anyway, so, yeah. uh, that was a fun so highlight of fun. You, we first came on the show, and and uh, that show, <laughs> I remember, I I had just purchased my iPad uh, Pro 2018. Yes, and, uh, we talked about that. So, go back. I, I'm gonna have links to all the episodes that I've uh, played highlights in, so you can go back and listen and uh, take it. David, I have a question for you because I don't think you have a clip of it, but I would like to know what topics you discussed on the first episode of In Touch with iOS. The first episode, I can probably go back. What was, were the what well, were the it was, it, was, it was with Melissa, so. Yes, but uh, what were the current events when you recorded that episode? I'm going to have to go look at the notes. <laughs> it was in 2016. That was the very first episode, and uh, it was in June. And we didn't, we only recorded two episodes the entire year in 2016. So, yeah. um, so it was, it was more introductions. We did introductions of ourselves, and, and then we talked about all the equipment we had um, and uh, talking about uh uh, you know, I remember she liked the sleep, the sleep phones, classic, the, uh, um, those, the head bands you can wear to plug in. Oh, your, yeah. I, mean, I, I now have a wireless, uh, uh, eye patch that I use now, uh, but, uh, I, I have the sleep. I do have those. The sleep, the sleep phones. Yeah. The acoustic. Yeah. Do you, li- I, I do you like them? them? Uh, I got them free for revealing them. Um, that wasn't yeah, the question. <laughs> Well, it influences. Uh, would I have paid for them? Probably not. But do okay. I like them? Yes. So um, I haven't used them a lot um, since. I actually forgot I had them. I'm going to try them. But yeah, it's, it's basically like an 80s style headband that goes around yeah. and has two little Yeah, so we, there, so. yeah. It, it was only a 40 well, minute show and it was, uh, we did introductions and uh, I had the 6S Plus. We talked about all my, it's all here on the notes. You can go back and look. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I had two iPads, I remember, at that time because it's iPad. I was Mac Stock 2016. I thought it was important uh-huh. to have both size iPads for the presentation I was doing because I'm an absolute crazy person for purchasing two iPads. Um, and had, Yes, you are the only person who has ever done this yeah, in the name I'm of science. I'm crazy, I'm but I know certain. a lot of other people out there. Well, Boren's crazy, too, but we knew that. But I, I may have two iPads. So yeah. I'm not going to say anything about that, but I might. And my 2014 possible. MacBook Pro. So I had, I had the, current, hey. the current one. So, uh, But, yeah, check that out. Episode one, that was... Uh, uh, I, that was uh, recorded uh, 100 episodes, June 1st, 2016. That's well, coming I, up. Hey, I it, yeah, a, it's June 1st, so it is that, that is exactly yeah. the, the four-year anniversary. <laughs> I have I have sometimes like marked uh, marked time sometimes by uh, what the technology was I had at that time. So because 
forever, you know, this is going to sound crazy to people, but I spend a lot of time with my technology, <laughs> whatever, whatever generation of it I have. So, so being able to sort of think back and go, wow, you know, when that happened, I had a PowerBook 1400 or wow, yeah. when that happened, it was my Blueberry iMac DV, you know, like, and just sort of thinking about like what technology I had at the time and then thinking about like how much I've gone through, you know, how many computers I've had since then, since that yeah. 1400 CS. How uh, many? One, 133. Oh my God, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I would, well, yeah. I have Apple stuff, but I also have a budget. So <laughs> yeah, we all um, do. Yeah, yeah, like I, I play Animal Crossing and I have yet to find the real life equivalent of that tree that grows the bags of money and then you just shake it and you get money from. Uh, I can't the, find uh, that, that tree in real life. It's my wife. It's my wife. I just shake her in money. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! So stay tuned for Warren. For, stay tuned for Warren's. I just got divorced. Podcast. Yeah. Well, luckily, she, she doesn't know. She doesn't right <laughs> She's not a geek. You're gonna find no. out the minute she starts. I guarantee it. Probably. Oh, I'm right, in trouble. Let's, let's but, move on to let's move on to the next topic. The, the like, last topic. I just enjoy. I I sometimes enjoy that. Like looking back at like what the technology was I had, or like yeah. you know, I have this particularly memorable photo right that I took with an iPhone four you know, um, or whatever it was and, and things like that. And I, I sort of, it's a thing that I sort of use to kind of also mark the passage of time. No, thanks for asking that. I, I wasn't even go back and look, but it is fun to look at that and see, uh, what, uh, uh what, uh, what I talked about back four years ago, and it, I, I, June 1st. So it's, it, 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 this is perfect timing here four years ago. Um, um, so uh, let's move on to the last topic, uh, and I'm, I'm going to be kind of brief on this one. Is I was going to get a little deep into it, but I'm not going to now because of our time here. But uh, important enough, uh, HBO. HBO had just uh, released HBO Max. That was a, there was a big push on that uh, mm -hmm. beginning of the, in the beginning of the month of May. They you know they had HBO Now, and then they have HBO Go. HBO Now is for the uh, standalone subscribers. HBO Go was the app that you use in, in addition to your subscription with your cable provider. Um, so they released HBO Max. It was, and it was very confusing. And that was what I was, was not too excited about. And I was also not too excited about, I'm a Comcast subscriber and they weren't going to offer HBO Max. And I'm like, what the heck? I mean, that doesn't, you know, people are going to mm -hmm. go, go and cancel their, their, their subscription with their cable provider and go. And that's what I originally had done because they, they reduced the price to 1199 for the, for a year. Uh, and then you would get both HBO and HBO Max, which is just basically combined. Um, so on, on release day, which was the 27th, uh, the yesterday from when we were recording this, um, I go into Comcast chat and he says, oh yeah, you can sign up on it now. And of course, sure enough, it's at Xfinity. So I was able to sign up and now I can, you know, I can cancel it. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> I, I think the content, and that's the most important part as far as that goes, is is pretty awesome. I mean, I, I ended up turning it on the first days. I was just so into it. As I, I went down like middle of the day, I figured out I'm playing a little hooky out of work in the afternoon. So I went and watched the last episode of Friends, watched the first episode of Big Bang Theory. And then I watched uh, a lot of the Looney Tunes uh, cartoons because they had like every single one of them almost just about, mm -hmm. including ones like back from like 1936, I think it was one of the first yeah. ones. Um, and so there's a huge amount of content they got all the Warner Brothers films um, and all the Warner Brothers TV shows that are linked to that. So it, it, it's got a lot of great content. Um, interestingly enough, it only is working with Apple TV at the moment and on the web and on your iPhone and iPad because um, uh, they mm -hmm. did not sign their contracts with Roku or, or uh, uh, the Fire TV for, for Amazon as of yet. Uh, so that's, uh, 
that's another interesting thing too. And then, and I just heard today uh, that you know, if you remember correctly, we were talking about Disney Plus. Disney Plus, I think the first weekend they had already had four million uh, downloads of the app and, and subscribers. Mm-hmm. HBO Max had ninety thousand. So, not as much of a, a fanfare for this as, as they I think had hoped uh, that it was going to have. So, um, and then you also have the competing uh, app uh, with um, Peacock from NBC, which is Xfinity. That, Xfinity is already giving Peacock on their X1 platform if you have their service with uh, with the, the, the boxes. Um, so you can watch that content now, and that's going to come out in Ju- July. It, it's just boggling, mind-boggling how much content is going to be able to absorb using your iPhone, your iPad, and then, of course, other mediums as well um, with, uh, with, the, with, with this. And, uh, I mean, I'm hoping HBO Max gets more subscribers. I, I like HBO. I always have. I think they've got a lot of, lot of great content they always have with their mm-hmm. network. Um, so... With having this big catalog, I think it's going to be great. Um, Kelly, go ahead, I'll let you uh, give your your uh, your thoughts on this because you, you're the media. <laughs> well, I think part of the part of the the problem that they have is um, uh, like it's HBO, but also they have some of the stuff from DCU. So like some of the DC Universe movies are there. Right, DC. Uh, I forgot that. Yeah, some some of the DC shows, but not all. Right. And um, like. They they have Harry Potter, but Harry Potter's still running on sci-fi. And like I feel like the HBO Max rollout is really emblematic of the whole who owns it and how do we get to stream it? Because remember right. how it was the end of Western civilization because Friends was leaving Netflix. Yes. And and then and then people were like, no, really, it's the end of Western civilization because The Office was leaving Netflix right. because somebody else wrote a bigger check for it. And so now they're on a different streaming service. And part of the thing that is, that is great and terrible about the, the Apple TV app, yep. not TV Plus, right. but the Apple TV app is that you can go to the Apple TV app and you can put in Westworld, for example, mm-hmm. because say you have a podcast about Westworld and you want to watch it. Right. And you don't know, you may not know where it, where it is, right? Or you listen to somebody on a podcast who says, I have a podcast about Westworld and you want to go check it out. How do you find out where it is? How do you know if you subscribe to that? And it's, and it, it can be endlessly frustrating. Like if you started watching Friends when it was on Netflix and then it disappeared and now you don't know where it is and you wait for it to come back to Netflix, like all of it is up in the air and it's all kind of a disaster. And then you sort of have to juggle, right? Like I think I saw the other day, there's an app in the app store to help you keep track of what services you are paying for. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know, I'm paying for Hulu this month because I want to finish watching Castle Rock because I like Stephen King. So then I have to cancel Hulu, but then I'm going to pay for HBO Go, not Max, because all I really want to do is watch a season of Westworld. So I don't need all the extra stuff. Mm-hmm. But, and like, and part of the problem is that HBO already had a solid streaming offering in the first place that didn't require any sort of cable information. Right. And now they've sort of muddied the waters with this. <laughs> and then, yeah, like they've, they've sort of made it worse, right? Because like maybe you have Go or maybe you have Now, but you could have Max. And if you have Max, it's like different. But if I have T-Mobile, I get Max for free. But if I have Comcast, I can't get it at all. But wait, yes, I can. Exactly. And like the whole <laughs> thing is just... And that's why like people, that's, I think, were probably resistant to download to downloading the app right away because they were just this is just a big yeah. mess. Well, and, and I think that I think like it sucks because I fell down like you were talking about the Bugs Bunny rabbit hole. I fell down the Turner Classic Movie rabbit hole yesterday when I was scrolling through it, which is part of one of the brand tiles at the bottom. You know, we gave we gave Disney a lot of grief for doing that, but it was kind of smart for the HBO one to be yeah. like, "Hey, Turner Classic Movies, you push this button and like 
here's here's a bunch of um uh here's a bunch of old samurai movies like you can watch the hidden fortress on turner classic movies and that's really exciting when you're me and (laughs) you know and there's like all these other like old samurai films it's super great but like this may be the one that does people in i think because like harry potter isn't there but sort of is and all the movies are there like okay well because at first they were like well they're not going to be there until later you know but now they're there now um so like there, you know there's harry potter but no and then like there is friends but there's not the office and so all the nbc shows that i like watching are not on the nbc app because like if you get peacock you're not going to get friends because it's on hbo because it's warner brothers and 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 like all the way down the line this is going to turn into the thing where people go i quit i i can't pay for anything anymore i'm already too many choices yeah yeah, I have too many services now. I'm paying more for all these stupid services than I was paying for cable in the first place. I give yeah. up. Like, I don't know what the opposite is of a cord cutter, but I think we're going to start seeing those people because they're all going to be too confused. It's too hard. It's too much work. I'm just going to go back to having three channels I watch and 100 channels I don't and yeah. go back to subscribing to ESPN The Ocho because <laughs> I'm tired of trying to figure out who Simple owns the cable. show I want to watch. The end. Days. Yeah. Warren, any thoughts? <laughs> No, I've watched uh, <laughs> as long as I can watch what, as long as I can find the, the things I want to watch. I, you know, I, you, you learn a different way. Like you, you, I think we said this the other day, or we talked about it. But mm-hmm. you, you don't, you don't go to Netflix to find a show that you heard about that you want to watch because it won't be there, and it's never there. You go to Netflix to see what they're offering to you. And then if it looks good, you, you put it on except for maybe a few of them, like the tiger King, you knew it was there because everyone was talking about it. But if you sit down and say, <laughs> you know, I want to, you know, I feel like watching uh, you know, pretty woman, you sit down and you type in pretty woman, Netflix, and it's like movies similar to pretty woman. And I'm like, really, you don't have pretty woman. I want to watch pretty. So mm-hmm. you, you can't do that anymore. Um, it, it's a, it's a mess. It's, it's messier than cable. It and it's crazy. You know, I was kind of thinking, thought about this today a little bit is all these streaming companies should come up with like a like a streaming service consortium and universal yeah just <laughs> and put put all their chips in the pot and and figure out a, a way to consolidate consolidate it from the user's pr- perspective mm-hmm. while keeping it fragmented on the back end so the money goes to the right place And that, I think Mm -hmm. that's a future. Um, I think eventually that's going to have to happen because people, Mm -hmm. like you said, are are not going to tolerate all these different apps and and services and and different fees. And that's how Hulu started. Like the point of Hulu was it was TV shows, but it was three different companies that all got together and you could watch all of their stuff all in the one place. And so Hulu was supposed to be the thing that did that. And it was great until everybody got out of it and Disney was like, you know, and then it was just down to Disney and Comcast because it was Fox and Disney and Comcast and then Disney bought Fox. So they owned like all of it. And then they, I think they just sort of stared Comcast down and Comcast finally went, fine, you can have it. And then they left. And Apple tried it too. Apple TV was supposed to be the same concept where the Apple TV app was supposed to to tie into every single thing Mm -hmm. out there. But, you know, as soon as Netflix said we're not going to do anything like that at all ever, that killed it. And so that, yeah. So this gives me an it, idea, though. You know what I want? <laughs> I want? I want that interface. I want it. I want the TV app to do this. 
David is smiling. He's like, look, I, I, I took today off because I don't have to talk if I have Kelly on the show. Cool. Um, That's why I don't have the, you on. You have good points. Yeah, got you points. Well, That's why you're here. This is, so this is my idea is I want like the, I want the iTunes store idea to be part of the tv app i'm gonna have to talk about this on tdo tomorrow spoiler alert i think that's gonna happen i'm gonna write it down um this is what i want is like i go to the tv app right and i have a netflix subscription or no i'll use your tiger king example i i subscribe to other services but i don't subscribe to netflix but everybody's talking to me about the, the tiger king I didn't know it was Netflix. So I go to the TV app and I search Tiger King and I find Tiger King and it's on Netflix and I don't have Netflix. Am I out of luck? No, because they'll let me watch it for $3. There you okay. Go. I will pay $3 and watch that show that everybody on the world in the world is talking. About. I might pay five or $10 to watch the show that everybody's talking about so that I can be part of that conversation. Yeah. And then right. like, let me do that. And if enough people, and then, you know, maybe that three, that $3 or $5, that amount of money goes toward, uh, you know, maybe at the end of the show, it goes, well, it's 10 bucks a month to, to be a Netflix subscriber. Do you want to pay another seven and just get Netflix for a whole month? And I bet you the number of people who become Netflix subscribers at that point is just through the roof. Yeah, right. But the problem that happens with that is going to be the uh, Apple News issue. And the, the Apple News issue is it's the same concept, except Apple says, I want some of that money, too even though you're providing this service. So, right. you know, Apple TV, you know, Apple comes up with an app that every, that that people tie into mm-hmm. all of a sudden Netflix is saying, sure, I'll give you a uh, tiger King for this. Mm-hmm. And then Apple says, well, you're using our platform. So I'm <laughs> going to take some of that too. Sure. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, like the, like the publications out there, like maybe this is yeah. not such a great thing anymore because yeah. that's right. for, but for the users, it's great for us, well, you know, well, and but, my stance on that is the same as what it is with, uh, you know, before Nintendo was releasing games for iOS, you know, and I was like, I'm not buying a whole nother thing to play your game. So I will pay $10 for Donkey Kong on my phone. I will. So you can either get $10 from me for an iOS version of a game that I love, or you can get no dollars from me. Yeah. And I think if it's up to Netflix, what it costs to watch that one thing, you know, whatever that one thing is, like if it's up to Netflix and they ask for a little extra you know, to cover whatever Apple takes from it, then like, you know, if it's up to them, maybe that's fine, you know, because again, like you can get five bucks from me for, for Tiger King, not Lion King. That's a different service. Yeah. Um, you can get the, that five bucks from me or you can get no bucks from me and I'll go watch something else. And right, but then I wonder Netflix- if that becomes a point, like if you're Netflix, I see where maybe you don't care, but if you're one of these other services that's trying to compete, I wonder if that's something that might have some appeal. Right, but like the news services are going to say, "Hey, hey, Kelly, you're, you're going to pay five dollars to watch the show. And for an extra four bucks more, you can have the entire Netflix catalog for for the month." Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what they're going to pull you on, and that's what the New York Times is doing too now, because they're like, mm-hmm. "That's why they still have their own thing," right. because they're trying to you know take Apple out of the equation. And once you start sure. comparing that money difference between you know a paper, it's it almost like. It's just too many hands in the pot. You got the movie studios, you got Netflix, you got Apple, you got everybody, and you got to kind of, you know, and and money's going everywhere. And now you got all these streaming services where people are tied Mm -hmm. to those services. Yeah. It's for the user, it's just a mess. So, I mean, from my point is, if they can figure out that one app and you Mm -hmm. press, type in my uh, Tiger King, it comes up, and then behind the service, behind the scenes, it goes right to the Netflix. servers yeah and goes from there but it's never yeah it's a mess it's a mess 
but giving me the option to giving me the option to pay for it if I'm not a subscriber, I feel like that's the piece that's missing right now because I would because in a lot of cases somebody would pay that. Like you can do that on iTunes already, right? Like, but I don't know how much Netflix stuff is available. Like, I don't know if you can go get Stranger Things or some other Netflix show like like Tiger King. I don't know if you can go buy that on iTunes. I don't know if they're available there or if it's only available on Netflix. So I think like, it depends on so, the thing. Hey Netflix, like I know you have a bajillion subscribers, I think is the right number there. Um <laughs> so like do you want my 5 bucks or do you want my no bucks? And like I know that if you're Netflix maybe you don't care, but if you're Hulu maybe you care or if you're any of these services that end in plus maybe you care. You know, like if somebody finds out how great it is to watch Disney movies on Disney Plus, maybe they're going to go subscribe, you know, like I just feel like there may be more to it than that. And that's an easy way to sort of lure people in, right? Like that's, you know, that's the loss leader. Like for another five bucks, you could have Netflix for a whole month and watch this show yeah. as much as you want. Ooh, Ooh. maybe I do. Yeah. Yeah, Except at the, end of the, at the end of the month where you get the bill for all the stuff you watch, you're like, <laughs> exactly. did I really need to watch uh, The Princess Diaries? Because that yeah. cost me like eight bucks and I really don't want that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play the last clip I wanted to play here, and I'm going to get, we're way over on time here, but that's okay. This is, we're, we're allowed since this is episode 100 here. Uh, the last clip is actually from episode 35. That was the first time Mr. Chuck Joyner was on the show, and uh, I wanted to play that now. Really, I'm thrilled to have join me tonight is Mr. Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing great, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, th- thanks for being here. I'm, I'm just absolutely thrilled you're here. Um, <clears throat> If, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Chuck was a little bit of my inspiration when it came to podcasting. I've been doing podcasts for about two years now, so I'm, I'm a newbie. Chuck's been doing it for a lot, quite a long time before before me, So, but uh, I've always uh, enjoyed his uh, his content on Mac Voices. But I definitely tell, I could definitely say that he has been quite an inspiration to, for me to, to, to be doing this podcast, and I can't believe that I'm actually hosting a podcast and actually having you... Uh, on it with me so well i i appreciate that i i saw you present at max talk the first year and yeah we talked about it and you just seem to be one of those guys that loves to share the information of course with your involvement with user groups that's evident yeah yep. it seemed like the perfect venue so we had to drag you into it <laughs> see you, you you twisted my arm and, and here i am a couple years later yes he did twist my arm and so did everybody else on stage so i'm so happy i'm here uh and happened that we're doing the show so uh that it's been a great 100 episodes, and I'm hoping to do you know, a couple hundred more here. So um, before we uh, wrap up, I had two apps I wanted to talk about really quick. Um, the first one was called SpendStack. I don't know if either of you have seen this app yet. Um, this, is, uh, this is an app that allows you to be able to create and share shopping lists, budgets, and track your expenses all in one spot. Um, I was pretty impressed with this app. You actually can... Um, Put together a grocery list and put the costs in and, and have it all ready to go. And then you actually can share it with people, import it. You can import your uh, Apple credit card statements for for uh, uh, for checking your, your expenses as well as other other statements. If you had a CSV file and it allows you to import it in there as well and a lot of other stuff. Um, so I, I thought this was a, an absolutely great app. Um, I was very impressed. And it's all, it's absolutely free. There's no 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 strings, no uh, in-app purchases or any of that, that, that stuff. So you, you guys have seen this app? No, but it's definitely relevant to my interests. Yeah, you should check it out. So, yes, uh, it's called uh, uh, Spend Shack, Spend Stack, Spend Stack. Um, love Shack, Shake Shack. Not Love Shack or Shake Shack, but uh, <laughs> okay. um, Love Shack, baby. Link, link, yeah, link in the show notes. And then uh, the last app, uh, app was, and I, I 
I actually discovered this by these folks following me on Twitter. Uh, it was actually last night, believe it or not. Um, it's a it's a it's an app called Good Pods, and um, they they I guess I guess uh, are, are a company that uh, started. Uh, I think it was uh, a shopping uh, uh, a, sh- a shopping service. I think it was called uh, what is it called here? I'm looking on their website. Uh, uh, good something. <laughs> it's on here somewhere. Uh, and, uh, a good shop. That's it. Good shop. Um, so this, this app is a, is a, um, and it seems like it's a podcasting aggregator, similar to a lot of other, uh, podcasting apps are out there, but what it does is it actually, uh, uh, looks for your smartest, funniest, curious podcast obsessed friends and influencers with what are they listening to? And it, con- it brings up suggestions a lot. And it seems a lot more robust than I've seen than a lot of the other apps that are out there. Um, so, uh, I, I, think it's worth a checkout and it's actually free which is great you always like free um and uh check it out uh, we're on there you guys are on there too um mac observer and uh, uh and uh ch- check this out and i may actually have uh the uh one of the one of the co-creators that's on uh on the on this uh on this uh app uh, jj ramberg is her, is her name uh, on the show as a guest and uh so it, it ended up having uh, that they followed me and and i actually uh may even get someone to talk about it next week so I wanted to make sure I mentioned the app and I've been playing with it for about a, about a day and uh, check it out. I'm assuming you guys have not seen that at all, as all as well, right? No, I'm searching for it right now. Good pods. <laughs> no, but I ran out I ran out of podcasts on the way home today. I'm like, to really use something else to listen to. So you use it? There you go. You did use it? I have a list. I'll just no, no, I'm going to use it now. Yeah. Well. I'll just tell you all the shows I'm on and then you can just go listen <laughs> yeah, that's to it. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, uh, I'm definitely going to, um, that's in my, in my curated um, pod, in my pocket yeah. cast list. So <laughs> I'm going to, um, what's, what's the word? Uh, the, not follow you. Um, the more creepier version of follow you. Uh, <laughs> <Stalk>. <laughs> <Entrench>. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm going to stalk you and find your uh, podcast. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. It's not hard. I tell everybody about my podcast, so it's fine. Awesome. And I do too. And, uh, we'll, we'll find out about your podcast in just a minute as we go to wrap this show up. This, you know, it was allowed to have the hundredth episode. I mean, it's probably going to be the longest episode I've had. So, which is great. I have no problem with that. Good time for sure. We had a lot of you're fun. You're welcome. Thanks guys. Yes. You're great, Kelly. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks everybody. That is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address feedback at in touch by os we want email we like to i like to hear from you give us any of your comments questions and requests uh you can follow us on twitter at in touch with ios you can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher including apple podcasts and uh, i just made updates to my our the website on the right hand side every single way you can listen to us the link is there you can just click a link and you'll be able to uh, listen to us um or better yet you can just go to our website right there when i just talked about the in touch with ios.com where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there i am dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at dave g65 kelly thanks so much for being here where can everybody find you well as you mentioned uh you can find me over at the mac observer at macobserver.com. And uh, you can find me there hosting the Daily Observations podcast five days a week. Um, You can occasionally find me there writing something, explaining stuff. And you can also find my podcast, uh, Greetings from the Uncanny Valley, over at the Incomparable Podcasting Network. It's a show about Westworld over on the TV feed. I pop up there talking about other things like uh, Star Wars. Uh, when we do Star Wars episodes at the Incomparable, uh, I tend to somehow become part of those conversations. And uh, you can also find me there talking about other stuff. We just did an episode about the movie Wally, 
And uh, the rest of the time, you can find me on The After Show, which is my podcast with Mike Rose, uh, because we decided when the 2 Odd Talk cast was over, we were going to continue to talk about things. And so Why we not? do. And um, otherwise, you can find me on Twitter as Verso. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, Warren, I know you don't want to tell anybody where you are, but you have to anyway. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry about me. But look, I found Kelly and I'm going to... Here we go. Subscribe to is that, uh, is that in what is that using uh, good pods? No, just as using <laughs> the Apple Podcast app. But I, uh, I just subscribed to uh, the Mac Observer's Daily Observations. I guess is what it's called. Yes, you have so, to listen. Yeah. I, I listen every day. Uh, that one show. sounds like a good one, and that's it. Yeah, Kelly's don't worry great. about me. It's all good. No, where you're, you're on Facebook. Where the Tom Tom about the group. It, it, uh, I, I have a Twitter thing, but I probably don't use it that much, and. It's probably going to be shut down tomorrow, as we know it. Um, and then I, I do Facebook. Uh, I do Facebook until they shut that down, too. The group is called Max in the Future. It's a Facebook group. Uh, search for it. it we yes. talk about Apple, mostly, uh, and make fun of people who don't like Apple uh, a lot. <laughs> That's right, you do. And, and we, uh, But we do it with uh, with care and love, and, and, and we're very smart about it. So, um, But we talk about anything tech, uh, anything tech-related, um, you know. Of course, uh, David decided he was kind of posting there that he got a, a free Google uh, uh, Google <laughs> speaker, and I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" I'm like, you, you know, because there's people in there with a the tinfoil hats free. on. That's why it's free, and I, I'm I'm like, "Cool, free thing." And of course, in the Apple group, is like, you know, the the, the, the puking emojis are coming out. <laughs> I knew, and like, I knew it would. Like that's that. why I did it. So, so you know, that's 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 how it goes in there. So, if you want to. <laughs> Get involved with the, you know, uh, laughing at yeah. Dave's uh, free item, then then come join us. <laughs> the link is in the show notes. Thank you, Warren. Yes. I appreciate and everything you've done. Go ahead, Kelly. David, before we go, just I want to say congratulations. I'm super excited for you on Thank 100 you. episodes. I know that you were kind of iffy, like at first, like, you know, it yeah. didn't, you weren't sure it was going to be the thing for you. And I really enjoy the show and I hope oh. that, uh, oh. and, and I just am so glad that, uh, I'm glad you got dragged into it because it seems like once you got here, you were very comfortable behind the microphone and i'm really glad that you do it now i do i love the show and i'm glad that we're friends too yeah me too yeah we're we're friends and i've made lots of other great friends and everybody's been on the show they've been so gracious to come on and 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 help me out and uh you got a nice compliment from my wife saying uh, you sound really good and i i I need that too so (laughs) just put in the chat and my wife doesn't even know i'm here yeah and uh yeah that it this was uh this has been a lot of fun and uh and i want to keep doing it and see how things go and uh and we'll have you on again, Kelly. Thanks, thanks again for being here. And thanks for. I just uh, want to let everyone know for the record to... that he, David brought this on himself. He knew what he was doing when he asked me on the show. I just want to make sure everybody's clear on this. Yes. <laughs> no, no comments. We're, we're we're happy she's here, and that's why I have her come back on because uh, you're, you're just an absolute uh, blast to uh, to be on Aww. with the show. Appreciate it, Kelly. And thanks, thanks everybody for listening for 100 episodes. We'll move on to episode 101 and keep going, and uh, and, and, and we'll see. Which won't be as much fun. It will be fun because we'll no, be talking no, more you about can never in touch with iOS. You gotta wait for 200 or something to. to oh, no. No, that's a long time from now. It's gonna be very boring. I, I suggest not even listening to it next, next time. So. All right, thanks. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you being here, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon.